Hi, this is Pastor Louisa from the Rock Community Church. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Our hope and prayer is that you discover more of who Jesus is. All right, welcome back again today. We're following on in the book of Acts. We're into Acts 20 today. Uh, Last time we left off where Paul wanted to basically go in and talk to a crowd that was rioting because they didn't like what he was doing. And we see the follow-up of that today. And so Acts 20 is titled this, The Apostle Paul Goes to Macedonia and Greece. When the uproaring finally died down, Paul gathered the believers and encouraged their hearts. He kissed them, saying goodbye, and left for Macedonia. At every place he passed through, he brought words of great comfort and encouragement to the believers. Then he went on to Greece and stayed there for three months. Just as Paul was about to sail for Syria, he learned of a plot against him by the Jews, so he decided to return and go through Macedonia. Seven men accompanied him as far as western Turkey. These men went ahead and were waiting for us at Troas. As soon as all of the Passover celebration was finished, we sailed for Philippi. After five days, we joined the others in Troas, where we stayed for another week. On Sunday, we gathered to take communion and to hear Paul preach. Because he was planning to leave the next day, he continued to speak until past midnight. There were plenty of flickering lights in the upstairs chamber where we were meeting. Sitting in an open window listening was a young man named Eutychus. As Paul's sermon dragged on, Eutychus became drowsy and fell into a deep slumber. Sound asleep. He fell three stories to his death below. Paul went downstairs, bent over the boy, and embraced him. Taking him in his arms, he said to all the people gathered, Stop your worrying. He's coming back to life. Paul went back upstairs, served communion, and ate a meal with them. Then he picked back up where he left off and taught until dawn. Filled with enormous joy, they took the boy home, alive, and everyone was encouraged. Continuing our journey, we made our way to the ship and sailed to Assos. Paul had previously arranged to meet us there, as he had travelled overland by foot. So he rejoined our team there and we took him aboard and sailed for Mytilene. The next day we crossed over to Chrys, and the following day we arrived at the island of Samos. We stayed at Trogium, and on the day after that we reached Mytilene. Paul was in a hurry to arrive in Jerusalem, hoping to make it in time for the Feast of Pentecost. So he decided to bypass Ephesus and not spend any time in that region. However, from Mytilene, Paul had sent a messenger to the elders in the church in Ephesus and asked them to come meet with him. When he arrived, he said to them, All of you know how I have lived and conducted myself while I was with you. From the first day I set foot in western Turkey, I have operated in God's miraculous power with great humility and served you with many tears. I have endured numerous ordeals because of the plot of the Jews. You know how I have taught you in public meetings and in your homes and that I have not held anything back from you that would help you grow. I urge both Jews and non-Jews to turn from sin to God and to have faith in our Lord Jesus. And now I'm captive to the Holy Spirit to go to Jerusalem without really knowing what will happen to me there. Yet I know that the Holy Spirit warns me in town after town, saying chains and affliction are prepared for you. But whether I live or die is not important, for I don't esteem my life as indispensable. It is more important for me to fulfill my destiny and to finish the ministry my Lord Jesus has assigned to me, which is to faithfully preach the wonderful news of God's grace. I've been a part of your lives and shared with you many times the message of God's kingdom realm, but now I leave you and you will not see my face again. If any of you should be lost, I will not be blamed. 
for my conscience is clean, because I've taught you everything I could about God's eternal plan, and I've held nothing back. So guard your hearts, be true shepherds over the flocks, and feed them well. Remember, it was the Holy Spirit who appointed you to guard and oversee the churches that belong to Jesus, the Anointed One, which he purchased and established by his own blood. I know that after I leave, impostors who have no loyalty to the flock will come amongst you like savage wolves. Even some from among your very own ranks will rise up, twisting the truth to seduce people into following them instead of Jesus. So be alert and discerning. Remember that for three years, night and day, I've never stopped warning each of you, pouring out my heart to you with tears. And so now, I entrust you into God's hands and to the message of his grace, which is all that you need to become strong. All of God's blessings are imparted through the message of his grace, which he provides as the spiritual inheritance given to all of his holy ones. I haven't been after your money or any of your possessions. You all know that I've worked with my hands to meet my own needs and the needs of those who serve with me. I've left an example of how you should serve and take care of those who are weak. For we must always cherish the word of our Lord Jesus, who taught, giving brings a far greater blessing than receiving. After Paul finished speaking, he knelt down and prayed with them. Then they all cried with great weeping, as one after another hugged Paul and kissed him. What broke their hearts the most was these words, You will not see my face again. And that, my friends, is Acts 20. It is full of ups and downs. I don't know if you can tell that I was trying to hold back the laughing, thinking about Paul preaching for too long and some poor guy falling out of window to his death. But luckily Paul had faith enough to heal him. But um, anytime you see some red writing, you know it's got to be good. Obviously, it's the word of God. And so it's all good. But the red writing, if you didn't know, is what Jesus says. And we see Paul quoting Jesus where he says, giving brings far greater blessing than receiving. And that is the life of Paul. Once he found Jesus, he devoted his whole life to giving to the church, to proclaiming the word of God. And he didn't care if he died or lived, but all he cared about was fulfilling the mission that God had put on his life, and that was to give. And so why don't we pray with that in mind today as we finish off this Bible reading. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you have a plan for our life. Thank you, God, that it is to give not only to you, but those that are around us and to be inspired by what you gave to us. Lord, I pray as we continue on in our life that we would remember all that you gave to us and all that we have to give to ultimately bring glory to your name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us today in our Bible reading plan. Don't miss future episodes. Click follow to subscribe and share with a friend. Have a great day. Thank you.